Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 8. Man, I am ready to go this week after almost taking down the Pat Mayo. I was one late swap away from taking that bad boy down. I'm ready to go, boys. I'm fired up. How you guys feeling? Well, you say you were ready to take it down. I finished like four places ahead of you, so I feel if pretty I good. If I would have done the late swap that I was supposed to do, I would have won well, the damn thing. So. If my aunt had had balls, she'd be my uncle, Joe. It, it's actually a really good lesson. Days, Jim. Jo- Joey was just talking about this. Joey was just talking about this before. He was in first place heading into the afternoon rooms and decided to stay on Pierce instead of pivoting to the chalk Jacobs. When you're in first – just get on the chalk wave and ride I it. I was like, you your know? gut has been working all day. Stay with your gut. And I should have swapped. But, hey, you live and you learn. You live and it's you a, learn. The, the, the late swap is a tough thing to do. It was very scary. I was nervous. My, my gut was wrenching making the decision. It was but, it sucked. And it was but I think the general rule is when you're ahead, yes. ride the chalk. Yes. When you're behind, you pivot. You know? Yes, because like, that's the, you know, because the amount of people that can beat you at that point um, is so few because you're going to have to have some random outlier go crazy, right? And that's yep. usually just not going to happen. So, yeah, I got too cocky. I got too cocky. What do you want yeah, it's me? okay. I mean, look. It's all right. You just panicked a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, look, I've, I've done it before too. Like, you're like, no, like, I, I feel good about this lineup. You know, it's crushing so far. Like, I'm not doing, I'm not. I'm not turning back now. Yeah, exactly. That was where I was like, everything is working. Stay with it. And the obvious choice was to pivot to the chalk, and I would have took it down. So you again, you live and you but learn. It's all right. Now we're in week. Now we're in week eight. I mean, we still won a nice and a chunk of money last week. I mean, Good the bankroll got added up, so I'm not. I'm not sad. I mean, five grand would have been nice, but hey, we're gonna win that Good. this week. Good week, profitable week, but let's double down. Let's make it happen. Let's get it. All right, guys, let's go to quarterbacks. Um, let's start up high. Vinny, I'm going to lead you off. Um, you're usually Ooh. the 12th quarterback man, and uh, that's really fun this week because all of our quarterbacks are really cheap. So what are you thinking? Well, yeah, man. not 12 quarterbacks. <laughs> Close, but no. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I do think I will have some shares of Jalen Hurts just because he feels like the one guy up top that could absolutely sting and uh, and nuke the sleep. Um 8,300, you know, the, the the challenge with Hertz is what we've talked about since week one is who do you pair him with? Um, you know, you've got A.J. Brown there. You've got Devontae Smith. You've got, you know, Goddard, even Sanders. So there's a lot of ways you can go. I think you can also just play Jalen Hurts naked if you want, you know, and just t- almost play it a little bit like a cash scenario. So he's in a great matchup. He should smash. But I, to be honest, like I, I'm living in the sixes and below this week. So – I like Jalen Hurts, but he will not be like on my main team this week. Okay, you guys. I mean, it's hard up. to argue against Hurts in general. I mean, yeah. he's one of those three quarterbacks. It's Hurts, Mahomes, and uh, Josh Allen that you just go, yeah, these guys can nuke an entire slate. So, yeah, he just feels like one of the few guys that does have thirty point upside. You know, thirty five even. So if he gets there, and you know, you pay down like what you talk about, you know, you could be chasing a little bit. I don't think that's probable this week, but it could happen, right? So I'll have some shares, but he's not my main guy that I'm going to. All right. Um, I mean, I, I I do have a main guy up here, and it's going to be Kyler Murray. Yes, sir. Dude, it's Road Dome. The real nuke. The real nuke. Not Kyler, but the guy he's throwing to. It's, makes all the difference in the world. He's, he's on the road. 
He's in a dome, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vikings defense is not very good. Uh, you have amazing run back options. You have amazing pairing options with him. Very concise, especially since you have you have a, a Hollywood Brown out. Um, so for me, if I'm paying up, um, I like Kyler Murray. I don't think that Philadelphia Pittsburgh is going to be able to challenge Philadelphia enough Fair to point. to 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 have Hurts get there. Um, does Jalen Hurts have a 40 point ceiling? Absolutely he does. But the Eagles are six and oh. At some point, they're gonna start to shift their mindset to okay, we need to keep this guy as healthy as possible for the playoffs. So they're not gonna be running him a bunch, they're not gonna be doing all this other stuff. They're six and oh. This is not a division game, they're dominating the division. Um I would much rather just play with Kyler because right now every game for them is really a desperation game. And the, the ownership on Kyler is just getting squeezed um, to either Hurts or to Tua right below him. So yeah, for me this week is probably going to be one of my highest stone players. Yeah, I really like Kyler. I really like that game. I think Arizona and Minnesota ends up being the highest scoring game on the slate. Um, and yeah, a lot yeah. of people are going to think it's going to be Miami, Detroit, possibly, which it still could be, right? But Arizona, Minnesota, uh, we'll get there. But Minnesota, they they're what five and one, right? And yep. Minnesota's not bad, right? They're going to keep the games close regardless. They're not going to get blown out. This is going to be a back and forth game. I really like the other side of the game with Minnesota. Again, yep. we'll get to guys like Kirk Cousins and Jefferson and Irv and all those guys. But I'm with you, Jim. I think Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray is in an absolute explosion spot here, being on the road in a dome. Minnesota's defense is a pass funnel. Minnesota's going to keep it close. Um, you're all over it. Yep. But if I'm going down, I, I really like Kirk Cousins. I'll go to the other side of this game. He doesn't yeah. have that running upside, but he's 6,100. You know, if he gets us that three touchdowns, we're in business. And you go with the other side, there's a lot of options with D-Hop on the other side of the Arizona game, Ertz, et cetera. So I'm really excited about that game. It just really sucks, honestly, that it's at 10 a.m. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Joe. I, I, looking at this game, I just I, I like the price discount I get with Kirk, you know, over Kyler. Uh, I think they've got, you know, Kyler's got the running ability, obviously. Um, I also like that Kyler does not necessarily have a running back that he's going to potentially be able to depend on. Yep. But – Price per dollar, I'm just going to ride with Kirk in this game. Uh, but I'm yeah. with you. I like both but sides. But sure. if you look at Kyler Murray's stats with and without DeAndre Hopkins, it is a different player. Totally. Like, literally a different player. So as mm-hmm. long as DeAndre Hopkins is in there, we're going back to the Kyler Murray train. I think people are going to be a couple weeks late to this one, and we can get on it early. Yep. Yeah. I just look at it. It's a $1,400 difference in price there and so if you're jamming in d hop and jefferson right in those game stacks that you like or the bring back like that's the difference between you know a a good running back which we'll talk about or you know are you reaching a little bit on one of them so or paying way down at receiver you know yeah i mean i just think there's so much value elsewhere on the slate this there is yeah Everyone is going to be galaxy brain, pay down for a quarterback. They're going to Tua, you know, which is fine. But I, I don't know. I, I that guy's I just, one hit away, and he guy's well, going head first in a linebacker still, I not giving wanna, a fuck. I, don't know what I love that. that guy's doing. Well, oh, I love it, but I'm not that, playing a guy that's doing that with has concussion issues right now. Well, that, that kind of leads in. Uh, limp. 
that kind of leads in because I am playing Tua this week. Uh, it, it's indoors. His weapons are phenomenal. Like he's a game. He survived last week after the concussion, right? He so that's survived. good. Um, <laughs> and and he's getting Detroit's defense, which is just absolutely horrific, you know. And so I don't know. I think this game's going to be pretty popular, but I don't I don't care about that. Like it's fine. I, I we can we've showed it last week. You can get different in one or two spots. And that's all you need necessarily to uh, to hit if you're on the right game. So I yep. like to it. The price is right. His weapons are good. Great game environment. I'm firing him up. All right. If we start scrolling down a yeah, little bit. Yeah, let's get below Kirk Cousins. So uh, 6K down, Stafford down. Yeah. Where are you guys looking? Vinny? Vinny. Uh, well, I'm going to save my, like, out of left field play. So I'm on your guys' boy. I'll let you talk about him, but I'm playing some dimes this week, baby. Yeah. Seattle, Every week. Seattle. Every is, week. Seattle is banged up, man. They are just not a very good defense. I think this game is kind of sneaky too. Like it's just two like not so great teams, but they yeah, find a way to get winning. it done and score points. Dimes finally has my boy Wandale in there as his number one target. You've got your, you know, Jim's favorite stack, which is quarterback, running back, receiver now in there. Um, Tight ends out of the mix with a broken eye socket, so it condenses the players a little bit. Uh I'm on dimes, man. I I like him this week. I think he's he's a really good play. Yeah, I mean, the the running upside just makes it so easy. Um, And against Seattle's defense, it's just, it's just not good. Um, they, They show up in spots, but against quarterbacks that are halfway decent i mean they just are they're just bad man so i and mean we I, will likely not have dk on this slate here so that makes things easy for the bring back whether whether that's yep. you know walker or lockett i just hate having to choose between those two every week but if it's just one or 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 you can now play goodwin if you want to you could play goodwin yeah. cuz mm-hmm. he's a legitimate I mean, that's that's like the dirtiest name out there. But <laughs> I was going to play Goodwin last week if Lockett was out. Right. Um, I wish that I still would have taken a shot on him in, in a few spots because he just dominated last week. But, yeah, man, I mean, it's like one of those things where, you know, you've got some good runbacks. I like dimes. I just think this game is pretty sneaky overall, you know. I don't know, really, uh, really. I mean, what's your Joey? What, do you have anybody else down here? Because like, yeah, uh, you know me. I always like going with guys for bounce back weeks when I know the rest of the world is going off of them. Everyone's running out of the fire. You got to run in, and that's Jared Goff <laughs> throwing four interceptions, Whoa. and last week and just being an absolute dumpster fire last week. People are disgusted by that performance last yeah, week. Everyone thought it was going to be. I'm one of the them. Week Almond Ross back right. Again, if Miami gets up early, you want the Detroit side of this game. You want them coming from behind, all those short passes. I could see Goff getting 25, 30 completions. And if Amonra actually stays healthy for once, it's a great combination. There's a possibility Hawkinson comes back this week. If they're healthy, I'll ride Goff again. You know, okay. why not? I, mean, I didn't play him at all last week, so it was a great uh, fade. But against Miami, I can see this game going high scoring, and I'll take the other side. And while everyone else jumps on the Tua. All right. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty interesting, I think. Um, I think, I I don't know. There's a guy down here that, like, I want to play, 
Um, but he really hasn't done a whole lot this year, and their offense has just been very run-centric. But I think I'm going to the GOAT, Davis Mills. Um, oh. Been very quiet. Hasn't had a very big game this year. Um, I think this game's got some sne- sneaky shootout potential. Um, Tennessee's Ooh. defense is not very good. The only thing that concerns me is them controlling the clock a little bit with Derrick yeah. Henry. But the, the strength of Houston's defense is their run defense. It's not a very good defense, right? It's it's just not. But they do have some run stoppers. Uh, I, I like the stack. I like you could play Derrick Henry on the run back. Um yeah, give me give me think, give me a little Davis Mills this week. I just think oh. with that Houston Tennessee game, you're gonna have to be perfect with it with the picks you play because I think it's gonna be a very slow AFC South game. Like final being 17 to 14 or like well, 17 that's what, to 9. That's what Tennessee wants, right? So no, exactly. Yeah. They're gonna both teams are trying to play that game, right? They're trying to take it all the way down to the last seconds of the game and get that game-winning field goal. Both teams play this way. That's why this scares me a little bit. I just don't think there's going to be that many plays. But if you get that one player that you pick out of there that goes off, great. You know, yeah, but you've got to I mean, be for me, for me, it's just going to be Cooks, and then I can run back with Henry and then just call it a day. All right. Do we want to yeah. talk about the elephant in the room first, and then we'll talk about kind of my one-off, just wild left field play? Like, what are you guys doing with Ellinger? Because he's going to be the highest on quarterback on the slate at the Deadman 4K like he he's I mean, as close I've to a free two, square you're gonna get at quarter. I mean, I've got two at higher ownership right now. So Okay. I mean I I say why not? I mean you I know, will have and, some of him. And we're talking about quarterback ownership. So like right yeah. now I've got him at ten to twelve percent. Yeah, we're, we're not talking 13, about like so. Yeah, but again, even at thirteen, like totally. we're not talking about like thirty-five percent, which some like some of these guys were last week. Some of these running backs and shit like that. Like, yeah, that's that's enough for me, especially the fact that he has elite weapons you can pair with him, mm-hmm. and it's just two guys, right? So, yeah. I mean, you you could do the quarterback running back stack if you want to. I think that's just a really easy one. The potatoes are just not very good. Um, I mean, I'm going to play some Ellender, and yeah, I think you just I have to. I don't think you have to go crazy playing him, but I definitely think you have to get some exposure to him. Yes, I agree. But I this really like the cheap. other side. I really like the other side. I like Taylor Heineke this week. Of I mean, you do. he started off. <laughs> what is your obsession way. with Taylor Heineke? <laughs> Because he's going to take shots. He knows this is every chance he gets is his last chance, right? The beginning of the game last week, the first half was awful. It was disgusting. I mean, I had a potatoes money line bet, and the first half, I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? They ended up winning. Heineke had a great second half, started pulling it together. That guy is a full (laughs) adrenaline machine. So you can tell in the first half, all his passes were just god-awful, adrenaline-based. He's going to be more settled down. You get that afternoon game. I think Heineke's in a great spot to get us 20 points and get us to our 4X. All right. I'm going to give you a better play than that, that no one's going to be playing, and that's Justin Fields. He's finally starting to look a little bit better. He has He's going to be good game. <laughs> he, okay, so he has rushed for over 80 yards the last two games right there with a touchdown. He's gone over 20 twice. Like – 
he's going to be in a game environment where he's going to be running and chasing Dallas, right? Like this is the spot. His number one option, Mooney, is for what forty eight hundred. Like that's such a clear, cheap stacking option. I don't like that's cheaper collectively than freaking Ellinger and Pittman. Yeah, but the problem play. is, Vinny, is I would rather just play Mooney. You can do that. But what I'm saying is, like, Fields is giving you similar to what you're – like, the whole reason we're playing Dimes or some of these other guys is the rushing ability, right? If he's getting you 80, 90, 100 yards on the ground, like, but right just, there, you're at 10, 12 points. I just don't think he's got that in him against Dallas. Dallas defense is good, man. It is. But, again, like, this is – we're talking about just, like – just pure broken plays running ability, right? If he gives you like 200 yards passing, like you are, you are in the clear. I think running alone, he gets you better, like way better off an Ellinger. Yeah. I just can't do it. I'm just hearing, I'm playing him personally. I'm personally hearing too much positive things about Justin Fields right now where I'm like, guys, it's been like one game. Everyone wants him to be the man. It's not (laughs) just just one game. It's not, he went for 22 games ago. So I'm playing some of them. Again, I know Dallas's strength is the pass rush, but like that doesn't matter when your quarterback's running. Uh, For for me, I'll just play Mooney because I really like Mooney. It just said the one off is at his price. See you guys at the top of the leaderboard. (laughs) Look, I hope I hope it works out for you. I just personally, I personally just can't get there. Um, I would I would rather play Kenny Pickett. Than than no. uh, than Justin I Fields. I don't want any part of that Eagles defense. Um, so. I would rather play PJ Walker than uh, than Justin Fields this week. All right, I'll be laughing okay. on Sunday. All right, we're ready to move on to running you backs. Want, you want yep. to talk about a cheap stack? PJ Walker, Terrence Marshall. Talk about a one PJ game, Moore. just like oh wow, like let's not chase points here. This is a guy who had two points last two weeks ago against the Rams. But, so, but you, but look who he's playing. He's playing the fucking Falcons. I get it. You're talking about a guy who's playing one of the best defenses in the NFL. I get you're it. Just but, thinking he's automatically going to get to 90 rushing yards again. But when you're looking at it, like I think Dallas, like defense versus position, they're 26 against quarterbacks. Like they're going to be ch- like chasing the game environment the whole time. So I'm playing them. You guys can't talk me off. That's fine. I hope I hope you I hope it works out well for you. All right, let's move on. All right, let's get to running backs. Joe, where are you going up top? Um, I really like Derrick Henry this week. I don't think I'm going to be really going up this high at running back, to be honest, because I love my receiver options to go up high this week. But in a couple of lineups, I'm going to have my running backs high. And Derrick Henry, it's going to be a one-man show. Tannehill's banged up. I don't think they're going to put him in too many positions. And I think Malik? they're going to ground him around this game. It could be Malik. <laughs> you never know. If it's Malik, I mean, that malik Willis with Derrick Henry combo would be lethal and, and DFS. But uh, – Houston, yes, like they say they have a good run defense, but I mean, they give up the most fantasy points to running back so far this season. Um, <laughs> they do. They so do. I can see Derrick Henry just going absolutely berserk. It's a division game. They know they need to win this game in, in the division to Tennessee's stay ahead of that weak ass AFC South. So I can see Derrick Henry busting this week and being an absolute slate breaker. Yeah. I'm with um, you. If I'm going up top, uh, I'm probably going to be eating a little bit of chalk and going to Saquon Barkley. I just think he's just 
the the volume that he's getting is just absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, but I am because of Debo's little hamstring injury. Uh, I'm going to be playing a fair amount of Christian McCaffrey this week. Uh, this is, I think that the Rams that if if people think that the game is going to go the same as it did. Uh, last time the Niners played the Rams, like you're just fooling yourself. Like that's not going to yeah. happen again. So, you know, there's a lot of weird shit that happened in that game. Debo had a long touchdown. Hufanga had a pick six. You know, there's just some weird stuff. They're going to need Christian McCaffrey quite a bit this week. Um, and the Rams linebackers are not good at covering running backs. Um so I really like McCaffrey play this week. He's probably the only Niner I have a significant amount of interest in, um, and nobody's going to play him. So I'll, if I'm going to spend up, uh, I'll, I'll take the risk and play McCaffrey. And, you know, I think his floor is just so much higher than a Derrick Henry because if Houston has any chance to win the game, they're just going to have to sell out versus the run and make a beat up Tannehill beat him. Um, the Rams yeah. just really don't have it. I, I just don't see that happening. Right. The Niners have a more balanced offense, even though their head coach can't call plays for shit. Um, you know, I, I think there's going to be a lot of Jimmy G dump offs to old CMC this week. I'm with you. If, if, especially if, if I see Debo's out, I'm going to have a lot of McCaffrey. I mean, he's, he's, he's dealing with this like hammy issue. He didn't practice today. Mm-hmm. He's, he's at very best going to be like nursing and not playing the same amount of snaps that he has. Yeah. Um, I actually hope that he plays. So that way, not a lot of people jump on McCaffrey, but like Joey kind of alluded to earlier, there's a lot of great pay up options at wide receiver this week. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of people are going to go up, and pay up for Christian McCaffrey. He could actually be the key that just kind of breaks the slate this week. Yeah. The great thing about it too, is just kind of thinking about it like strategy wise too, is you can have McCaffrey as the most expensive guy plugged into a lot of your lineups. If you get word that Debo's going to play or whatever, and you, that, you know, that makes you a little nervous or hence Joey's last week where you need to get onto some chalk because you're ahead Whatever you can pivot down to Henry or Saquon, who both also have afternoon games. So I love that uh, quite a bit. Um, I think that's a smart way to build your lineups. I got you. I I got you covered. Um, Yeah. What are you guys doing with the perpetual weekly chalk of Josh Jacobs this week? (laughs) I'm just gonna keep playing him, dude. Uh, he's just he's getting so much run in volume it's so it's, stupid it's i'm just happy that man. they finally got his price up to where it should be so yeah it is i mean 35 ownership he should be in the 8ks but yes i'm with you thank god the they raised down now to like 15 what i'm seeing which is yeah that's realistic but 35 that's a mess up by DraftKings. i've still got 19 to 22 percent Wow, yeah, he, so he's like, not as clear cut of a must play as he was last week, but I don't know, man. It's just hard. I to just fade. think the Saints, the Saints are going to make Derek Carr beat them, right? The game tape is obvious. The Raiders yeah. play well when their run game gets going, and when the run game's not going, they can't play well. So I, I can but, see this happening where everyone's still going to Jacobs, and there's going to be that week, and it's not necessarily Jacobs' fault, but the Raiders might have to throw the ball a little bit. I hear on you, man. The, but on the road, 10 a.m. I hear you. Yeah, not it's not it's not East ideal. Coast. 
Yeah, he's, and the Raiders going to the East Coast, guys, for everyone listening, Raiders going to the East Coast over the last 20 years is one of the most horrific records I've ever seen in my life. The, the thing so, is about it, though, is like it's not just the Houston sample size of last week, right? Like he's done this three weeks in a row against Kansas City and Denver. Like the dude is just a freaking madman right now. Um, yeah. But, so, I mean, I like – I think it's a good play. It's not a must play. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd rather go with DeAndre Swift where the Detroit Lions, they know that the offense runs through him. Everyone's thinking, oh, yeah, it's Goff and Almond Rock. No, when DeAndre Swift is in, they are riding DeAndre Swift. They've kept him out this long to make sure he is fully healthy when he comes back. He has no injury designation this week. They are going to ride DeAndre Swift. And, again, it's not like a ligament injury. He had an ankle injury. So it's not like a hamstring that can pop back up. His ankle is obviously fully healed. He's ready to go. Um, I can see Swift absolutely busting this week because I'm not saying Dan Campbell's job depends on it, but their season itself depends on DeAndre Swift playing well. And they know it. I just, I'm going to do you guys a favor and not play Swift this week because I don't get him right ever. And when (laughs) I do play him, he, he stubs his toe getting some Gatorade and, you know, just doesn't finish the game or gets sniped for two touchdowns. So you guys can have Swift this week. I'll, I'll, I'll bow out um, <laughs> for that running. I'm more than happy to do that. Um, although that like, I, I for thought Cordero was your kryptonite. He, he's the other guy, but they below that, like I are the, the other guy, I'm just going to keep playing and I don't care how owned he is, is Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Like, we know what Seattle and Pete Carroll want to do. And yep. this kid looks freaking unbelievable. Yep. And whatever, like he's almost a lock button for me at 6,500, to be honest. Like That's if he's going to get 20 plus touchdowns or touches, like, dude, I'm just going to keep playing this guy. He's, he's yep. a madman. I was going to say the same thing. I also have quite a bit of interest um, in uh, David Montgomery this week. Hey, to to play on the converse side, you're gonna pair of, him with Fields. No, I'm oh. not gonna pair him with Fields. Okay, um, but <laughs> I think that Fields' recent success running the ball um, will allow them to run David Montgomery a little bit more effectively. Yeah. Um, they're gonna have to respect the pass a little bit more than they had in the past. Um, he, he gets most of the, the lion's share of the carries at 2%. I, I, I'll take a stab at that. And, and that's really their path to staying in that game is just running the ball a bunch, right? So yeah. he the gets Bears all are the... not as big of a tire fire as we thought. Like, no, they, he they're gets, not an he embarrassment gets, of football, you know? Like Monty gets all the goal line work. I mean, that that's his. They put Herbert in between the 20s sometimes. Herbert's got a really high yards per carry. Like that's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I really like I really like him at that price. Any interested? Uh, just real quick in between those two, like Stevenson or Pierce. Uh, I, I've been on the Pierce train all year, and it hasn't hurt me. Even last week, I mean, he had a bad game, and it's because they were down by so much. He had 91 yards, and they just stopped playing him in the fourth quarter. He would have been an easy 100-yard rushing candidate. He had 15 points, didn't get into the end zone last week. He's still getting all the ride. 
So I'm going to go right back to Pierce. I really like it. He is the cornerstone of their offense. Again, we said it last week. Lovey Smith is obsessed with getting him rookie of the year. He used to have something to hang his hat on at the end of the season. Yeah. He loves his defense and his running game. So I'm going to go right back, right back to Pierce. This is going to be a sledgehammer type game where the only problem is how much time are they going to have the ball on both sides? But I'm not going to stack this, this game. It's just going to be someone like a Pierce or a Derrick Henry in this game by themselves. Yeah. Okay. Jim, um, I know I, you got a guy below you like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're doing with his price, but why is Raheem Mostert only 5,900? Raheem the dream, he, baby. He is acting up again. Well, I mean, he's limited in practice today. I mean, it's fine. If you, if you guys haven't like watched the Dolphins games and you still think that Chase Edmonds is worthy of being on the football field i, I have no idea what you're watching he <laughs> no, is he very 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 bad he can't pass block he he, he doesn't he just has no he just has no vision like he's just not a he does not be- offense at all. he doesn't belong on that field um i don't really know what, what in the hell they're doing having trotting that guy out there every week yeah um but yeah, I, I mean, at fifty nine hundred, for a guy who's just dominating the snaps, uh, give me him, and then I'll play just as much Michael Carter at fifty nine hundred as well. I know everyone's fixated on James Robinson; they just traded for him, right? So, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't, you know, we know running backs, whatever. It's not really that complicated, but. The more complicated thing is learning the pass blocking scheme. And yeah. and you just you can't have him out there. And on passing downs, Michael Carter is gonna be the guy out there. I think this game actually we saw the Patriots defense last week. They're just not very good. Jets defense is actually okay. Um, and I like playing quite a bit of the Jet a lot of the Jets defense in the defensive slot this week. So pairing Carter with the Jets defense is a little mini correlation stack that I like to have in there. Um, for 5,900, the guy who's going to dominate the snap share running back this week, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. I think... staying in that... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Joe. I was going to go on to the next player. So if you're still talking about that, go. Yo, going on to the next one. So go ahead. All right. So I like Brian Robinson Jr. at 5,600. Uh, last two weeks, he had 17 carries, then 20 carries. I think he's going to go up into the 23, 25 range this week. They love him. Um, the fact that Antonio Gibson's actually been solid for them over the past couple of years, and they're giving Robinson this kind of uh, upside in his game, it shows a lot. They believe in him, right? They're not letting Gibson play. They're putting Gibson back on kick return and punt return now. Yeah. So Brian Robinson is the guy at 5,600, and he's getting all the carries at this point. So he's my cheap running back that I think people are forgetting about. For sure. I think two other guys to keep an eye on. Obviously, if Zeke misses, Pollard becomes a number one running back there in Dallas. Mm, he is yeah. probably going to soak up a ton of ownership if that happens, but he's in a good spot, right? So 6,100 for Pollard. I'm just praying that Zeke is like a game time decision and then they rule him inactive like right before the game. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll swap so many them. shares back onto Pollard because so many people won't. Well, let's see. This Dallas. Dallas is a morning game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think he's a good play regardless, even if Zeke's that banged up, you know, they he may not see the full, you know, his full workload. The other guy, I, I shit on him last week, obviously. Uh, he had a good game. If uh, 
if Chuba is going to miss Deontay Foreman at 5,300 becomes yeah. the only guy in Carolina to run the ball. So didn't Chuba did not practice again today. Um, yeah. It's looking unlikely his, for him. He, he looks highly unlikely to be playing this weekend. Uh, so Dante Foreman's an interesting one. Um, I like the other side of that game. Uh, and Tyler, I don't even Algiers. know how to really pronounce this. Algier. Uh, Al- Algier. Sure. Algier. Uh, 5,400 5, against an absolutely terrible Carolina defense. People are going to look at the game from last week and think that, like, oh, you know, they played the Bucks tough. Like, but no, <laughs> just no, no. The Bucks are just broken right now. Tom, Tom Brady's alien that's controlling him is slowly dying inside of them and they just can't <laughs> do things properly. Um, so, you know, don't worry about that. Um, this, this is just such a bad, bad team. I mean, now the the Panthers' best linebacker, Luvu, is in question. Is in question. They're not going to have J.C. Horn. Um, I mean, it, it's just like, come on, man. Like, this guy's 5,400. You saw what the Falcons did against the Niners. They really just – they know that Mariota has limitations, and they just want to run the ball. Yeah. So, if they can, they will. Um, I'm willing to take a shot at 5,400 again for uh, Algier. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm done with the running back. You guys got any other weird ones? No. Thank God. Oh, God. <laughs> just go before Jim says something he's going to regret. Okay, we're on receivers. We'll just save that for the hottest takes of the, of the week. No, it's probably better uh, just move on receiver. No one wants to hear those. Things. Yeah, some, some one-off receivers. What do you got, Joe? Uh, one-off. Shit. Uh, we're gonna, we're, we'll obviously hit stacks. We'll hit stacks to the end. I know. Hold on. Let me get here. All right. If there's a one-off, it's Michael Pittman Jr., um, I don't have any interest in stacking that game overall, but as one-offs, I'm all over that game. Um, so I like Michael Pittman. Usually, uh, you know, a quarterback that's never played in a game before is only going to target his number one or a guy that he trusts, and that's going to be Michael Pittman. I can see him getting 10-plus, possibly even 12, 13-plus catches in this game. Um, Washington's secondary is awful. And, yeah, I can see Pittman just getting peppered. So he's my one-off guy at the top. All right. Okay. I don't really have anyone up top. We talked about Debo a little bit, Jim, but uh, do you have anyone um, up top? Because I really start in the sixes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to play quite a bit of Cooper Cup. And right. I already actually have a lineup where I built that I have Cup and McCaffrey in the same lineup. Okay. Uh, there's, I mean, if you go back and, you know, I know the Rams were on a buy, or I don't know what the hell they were doing last week. I think they were on a buy. Um, but I mean, I, he's expensive. He's expensive for a reason. Again, people are just going to be more attracted to their stacking options and Tyree kill and Devonte Adams. Uh, I'll play Cooper cup at 6% ownership. Sure. Yeah. He always lights the Niners up the last time they played, he had 19 targets. And, uh, if always. you didn't see the news today that the Niners are planning to play Jimmy Ward at nickel this weekend. Jimmy Ward's a safety, not a corner. Yep. So not, that's he, not he, he good. is not a nickel. Yikes. So yeah. I hear you. Cool. Uh, if we're going down, I mean, I have some interest in Brandon Ayuk, especially, you know, same reasons. Like if Debo's out, it just condenses a little bit of that target pool. Um, but I like Alave 
at 6K. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I think yes, 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 yes. Michael Thomas, I don't think is ever going to play football again. Uh, dude, shout out to Michael Thomas. The absolute <laughs> – dude, you've got Tua, Tua who's almost died and probably <laughs> at, 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 like has an 80% chance that he's, gonna, that he's just hemorrhaging blood into his brain cavity right now. And Michael Thomas has <laughs> apparently so the worst turf toe of, of – I mean, yeah. this guy has missed more games over the most minor insignificant injuries over the last three years. It, I mean, it is incredible. I didn't want to derail us too bad, but, like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Like, that, that's, it, it's more highway robbery than we hear about, like, uh, like Chase Daniel, who's made $40 million and taken, like, five snaps in the NFL. Yeah, like, but, like, look, at least Chase Daniel – I guarantee you Chase Daniel's, like, doing film work, like, helping the, like, starting quarterback, like, prep. Michael Thomas is eating Skittles and taking dips in the fucking training room doing nothing he That's he looks at his ipad over a toe yeah a, a toe i get what? you a toe by three o'clock tomorrow i mean <laughs> come on man sew a new one on there there's yep. got to be something that can be done i mean it's just but i'm he on has not of, practiced just in a month because <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> care and it's the thing is, it's not bad. even it's not even Michael Thomas missing. Olave is really goddamn good. He's no, very I'll, good. So I'm, I'm on the Olave train. Oh, he's you very know, good. I know the Red Rocket is in there. Um, he's gonna be throwing touchdowns. I don't Red know which rifle. to wit team, <laughs> but rocket. yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know. Um, so below Red that, rocket. I love DJ Red. Moore. DJ Moore at 5300. Yeah. Just another one of those situations yep. where who the so, hell else are they throwing to? They've got my, nobody else. Only DJ contention DJ, is he is DJ Moore is getting like significant ownership. Yeah, yeah that fifty three hundred. Got... I I don't know. I know. I just that the targets are going to be so high. But I just think receiver, like, there's just so many ways he can fail. You know, like, but there with it, the way Atlanta plays, there is going to be points in this game. No yes, way. This uh, is a low scoring game. No, <laughs> like, should be. They're going to give up points and they're going to score points. Like this game is going to be fantastic. I, I do like Joe's two commander receivers because I'm not playing Taylor. Hanke, <laughs> so I guess that kind of makes it Very a one for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like Mooney at 4,800. Um, and I really like Elijah Moore at 4,700. Okay. Um, press. He, he was kind of in the doghouse last week. He threatened. They came out. Trade. <laughs> he's okay now. Sala said that they talked. They're going to try and get him the ball a little bit more. The old squeaky wheel, right? Mm-hmm. They don't They don't have Brees Hall. They're going to have to find some creative ways, especially playing Belichick and that other buffoonery on the offensive side of the ball. Um, <laughs> they're going to have to find some ways to get, get the ball moving a little bit. I think Elijah Moore is a pretty sneaky play this week, and I'm willing to risk it at 4,800. I like yeah, I Mooney think- a lot more, but – more I is, think uh, Elijah Moore is a great play because I think a lot of people still think he's not even on the team right now. Yes. After he said, "I want to, I want to trade, I want out," yeah. even though he has the second most targets for any receiver in the NFL over the last two years behind DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, the, the Jets are actually going to have to throw the ball now. Yes, so it should be. This should be interesting, but I mean, play. I think it's I'm going to have play. a lot of Elijah Moore. Uh, so right there at that same price, Wandale. I know he's part of the the, the staff, but that's maybe, fine. Dude. Um, uh, Pickens, Pickens is a guy that I'm just going to continue to play in one-offs yep. every week. He's he's explosive enough of a player that you know 
all he needs is really one or two big catches, but he's getting a consistent amount of targets. Yeah. Um, so I do like that. Um, my narrative play of the week is Alec Pierce. Yeah. Because, you know, the rookie, both the rookies throwing to each other, the younger guys, just, you know, those guys are working out a little bit more. Uh, at 4,600, if you just need somebody at that price point to pop in, um, yep. I like him over Paris Campbell, um, even over my guy Mac Daddy, uh, who scored again last week. Um, yeah, I, I like I, Alex Pierce this week. I think another guy you can consider down here, Khalif Raymond, uh, especially if what's-his-name misses for Detroit Reynolds. Um, dude, he's getting targets in this offense. I'm with you. I didn't play him last week, but seven targets and six targets the last two weeks. Like, it's not nothing. So yeah. I have a question for, for cheap guys down here for you guys. What do you guys think about little Robbie Anderson? I He's don't... been there a few weeks now. Um, AJ Green is apparently being traded or was traded, so he's gone. Um, Do you believe someone actually reached out to trade for him? By the way, no. Again, that, that guy, <laughs> that guy is as good as you know the toe jam that I picked out of my toes earlier and threw away. It's like sad. he is just not a good receiver whatsoever. No. Um, he's got nothing left in the tank. So, I don't mind it at four K. I mean. I'm I mean, he's gonna be gonna, since yeah. since AJ Green is not there, yeah. and and Hollywood Brown is hurt. He's he's going to be the starting X or the Z, and he's right. gonna be out there running plays. Dorch is Dorch is dead. Yeah, um, Rondale Moore plays the slot. Um, I mean, he's gonna be out there at four K. Right. I mean, this is a you guy that's like. If you look at the other names around him, like Westbrook, Akeen, Ben Skronek, Olmid yeah. Zacchaeus. Yeah, he's a, he's inconsistent, but he's a real receiver. And yes, those with, guys are not real people. The one thing I like about him in this offense, too, is he is going to be perfect for, like, the, the freelance deep route that Kyler, like, starts scrambling around, and he's going to hit, like, multiple 60, 70-yard touchdowns this year. Like, yeah. he's, he's you don't know direct, what it's going to be. He will, and that's what Hollywood was really excelling at too, right? Yeah. You know who he is, dude. He's the new Will Fuller. Like, yeah, I it's just gonna be like every three weeks, but he is going to get some. That's a like, good. Call. Oh, by the way, uh, so Will Fuller is still available. Nope, he's gone. Yep, he's out. He's a free agent. Yep. So, like, you're telling me that like someone would rather have AJ Green than Will Fuller? <laughs> Dude, the guy can't stay That's healthy. so confusing to me. Why would you pay that guy just to, like, pay for his money? That's the entire Niners roster. So. Dude, exactly. <laughs> and the Ravens just signed Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, that's who, pretty Who, insane. you know, you know, you fart on him too hard and he might tear his hamstring. The, he might uh, just explode. Two, two other guys way down here that I have some interest in bargain bin is uh, I'm going to go back a little bit to your guy, uh, Marshall Jim uh, for uh -huh. Carolina. Uh, yep. DJ Moore is going to get 20% ownership and this guy's going to get 1%. Like mm -hmm. they're playing the same number of snaps. Uh, so Terrence Marshall, and then our dude is back, man. The deep threat himself, Van, the man Jefferson, he should be back for the Rams. 3k dead men. We know the Niners cannot stop things over the top. Like wow. if they are going to try and stop Cooper cup and Tyler Higby, Van Jefferson is very much in play this week, I think. 
I don't even. I am. I can't even find him on the on the exactly. He's going to be less than one percent owned. He should be activated tomorrow, you know, or Saturday. But if he gets activated, he's 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 going to go right above Allen Robinson and score Nick. Bro, he's not on the price sheet. He is. I'm telling you, he's at three K. He is there. Trust me. He's on DraftKings. So just find him. Plug him yeah, into a lineup. Still, and he, he still has the IR logo next to him, which is even exactly. better. Oh. Yeah. So they are they're planning. You know, they, you know, you know, I'm a van stand, so I, I know, will, man. Uh, I, I knew will, you would uh, like that one. Oh, that's nice. very interesting. Yep. All right, guys, let's move on to tight ends here. All right, Joe. It's <laughs> kind of an ugly week. Yeah. <laughs> It's not – I'm not even going to go with one-offs here because a lot of these guys are part of my stacks, but I really like yeah. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Uh, Zach Ertz at 5,100. Uh, Goddard at 5K. Five car – oh, my oh my God. That wasn't even English. But Goddard has uh, got the highest points per dollar on the slate for tight end this week for projections. I, I can see Goddard taking everything in the passing game for Philly this week against Pittsburgh. And Ertz is right there with them in the projections. So both those guys I like. All right. Uh, I'll go back to Higby, uh, even though he's going to be a little bit higher owned. Um, Big Irv at 35. Um, I'm all over that. Um, I'm with you too, Joe. I really like Zach Ertz. Um, He's just, you know, especially with Brown out. he's he's that whole middle of the field with Hopkins being back is now opened up quite a bit for him. Um, I mean, he's an easy route to like 12 to 14 points and then you can just kind of move on. Yeah. It, it, if you have the money, I mean, it's, it's hard to deny the number of targets that Kittle's getting at nine and 10, the last two weeks, like he's looked really freaking good. That's, that's but. one for sure that like if Debo is out, that's an yes. easy. You could play him a one-off wherever because he's going to get mean, a lot of targets. The Niners are now in, by virtue of their wonderful play calling for a few weeks here, they're in must-win mode, and they're really their only path to the playoffs is winning the division at this point. Yeah, uh, I mean they're going to have to go seven and three to just get to ten wins. So I don't th- maybe in the NFC, which is a dog with fleas this year. Um, Maybe that gets you a wild card because they have the extra spot. But I think that, you know, the Niners' path to really getting to the playoffs is winning the division. They they got to win this game. And they're just going to, you know, Kittle might burst into a cloud of dust at some point. But they'll just have to you deal with that when they come to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the only other guy down below Irv that I have a little bit of interest in is Jawan Johnson for the Saints. Like, yep. they just don't have much there. Uh, we've already touched on the Michael Thomas situation, so we won't go into that again. But, uh, but it's, I gotta, it's I tight gotta, end versus Raiders. Raiders still will never, ever, for whatever reason, play well you, against tight ends. So. You got someone below that, Joe? Yes. All right. Chris, let's hear it. Chris Myrick for New York Giants. To replace Bellinger at 2,800, very close to the dead men. He got in at the end of the game, two catches, 21 yards to set them up for the game winning field goal last week. Guy That's came in clutch. He is going to get the full start. <laughs> he might play every single snap at 2,800 in a game that we all agree with that going to have points. Yeah, okay. I just have kind of an issue 
with it, but I mean, okay, he, you're the you're the Kyle Granson stand. So Kyle Granson yeah. produced like uh, produced what? Don't come at one me catch. That. No, no, he had like four that or five catches. He had one catch for six okay, yards. Okay, well, Joey's talking about a tight end. Chris Myrick outplayed Kyle Granson last week, and he only played like a quarter. Guy played. There you com- go. Guy played football at Temple. Can't not, it can't be very good. Well, All right, I like it even more. Tight ends from those schools are usually the best. All Defenses. Right. Who's your top defense? Jimmy, go for it, man. I mean, the defense that I'm going to be playing the most this week is going to be the Jets. Uh, they're playing at home. It's going to be a big crowd. Uh, Zappy and Mac both suck dick. Um, <laughs> they've they've got the fucking the pencil god calling plays and his fucking shitty cohort coaching the quarterbacks. I mean, the Patriots are just a, a, a big problem. Uh, they can't throw the ball, and they're going to have to because the Jets actually have a pretty decent defensive line and. Sala, their head coach, is their defensive coordinator. Um, and he's just going to blitz the living shit out of, out of these guys and stop the run. So uh, the Jets at 2,900 are probably my favorite defense of the week. Uh, do you guys have anybody else? I don't really have a whole lot else. It's so funny. I'm playing the Patriots <laughs> because of those exact same reasons. <laughs> like, like Jets have no running game and now Zach Wilson's gonna have to like lead them to the promised land a, a guy who is struggling to throw for 100 yards a game right now like Belichick just owns young quarterbacks dude and did, did you see what the Patriots defense just did versus, I did. versus golden boy that's because uh, he's good Zach Wilson's not Zach Wilson is better than Justin Fields uh, I'm sorry mm-hmm and they, they, the, 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 I absolutely do know about that. I mean, I just can't. I can't play the Patriots. They're more than the Jets. I hear they're a hundred more than more. the Jets. I'm just saying that game. Like I envisioned, like probably multiple like weird touchdowns, defense, special teams, like whatever. They can fall. I think into like they're not going to get blasted by the Jets here. Not without Brees Hall, in my opinion. So, Joe. I, yeah, I'm having a hard time with defense this week. I think the easiest one, if you can fit them in, it's the Cowboys against Chicago. Uh, Big mistake. I just think Micah Parsons is about to make Justin Fields' life a living hell. And that defense in general is going to make his life a living hell in this game with a lot of turnovers. This is a game that's not even going to be on red zone. And only when it goes <laughs> on red zone, it's going to be when there's a pick six or something. So it's going to be short little clips of Dallas just annihilating Justin Fields. So – I think what that's too com- easy. But... What about like a pay down? What about the commanders going against? Uh, yeah, Erlinger? I was just going to say. Yeah, commanders- I think that's the way to go, especially with Ellinger getting all that ownership. I mean, the way to go is to go on the other side. So mm-hmm. I think it's a smart play. You could play You could play your commanders and Brian Robinson, and there you go. That's there you true. go. Yeah. A little huge correlation there. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, there's. I need to do a little bit more uh, soul searching before I really <laughs> pick my defense, but – Commanders I really like just because it goes against the Ellinger contrarian play. And then Cowboys just because Cowboys defense is that good. And I think Justin Fields is prone to make mistakes and bad throws. So, all right. Top stacks. Um, my top stack, I'll go first since my stack last week absolutely smashed with uh, Burrow, Chase, and Boyd going absolutely nuclear last week and scoring a total of like 95 points together. Yeah, let's so, go back. What do you got? 
It's Minnesota game. So Minnesota versus Arizona. I think you just line up both sides of that game. Uh, there's so many different options you can go with here. So Arizona, Minnesota, that's the top stack of the week. Okay. Jim? Well, I won't I won't beat the dead horse, but I'm in lockstep with Joey on that. That's my favorite situation of the week to go to. Um I, I like the giant side personally of the Seattle game. Uh, it's pretty cheap outside of Saquon Barkley. Um, you've got easy run back options with Walker and Lockett. Um, if you really want to get spicy, I guess you could throw Goodwin in there. Um, but it's just it's just easy, right? You get Danny Dimes, Barkley, Wandale. Um, if you want to get crazy with Joey's tight end, you could do that too, just because he's so cheap and it's not going to matter. Um, and then you just run it back with Walker and lock it. And then you're, you're kind of just on your way. Um, I think a sneaky stack this week that not a lot of people are going to play. Um, I think is the Niners with Jimmy uh, McCaffrey. And then you can either pick Ayuk uh, or Kittle and then you could run it back with Higby and uh, and Cup, or if you can just want to fit Cup in there, you could do that too. Uh, the Niners are not going to be able to line up and just run the ball. Um, teams are going to make them throw kind of like they did last week, uh, and the Rams' defense just is not very good right now. So I think that that's a sneaky one going off in the afternoon. You can late swap around certain pieces if you're not comfortable or you're really smashing your early spots. So, yeah, that's that's my sneaky one. Vinny? I like it. Uh, well, you guys know what my sneaky one is, so we won't go down that road anymore. Well, who, Clearly, who, you don't who, agree. Who are you pairing them with? Uh, I'm just going uh, Fields and Mooney, and I could mix in Montgomery if you want to go that route. Or, uh, oh, I'm sorry, and you bring it back with, if, if Zeke is out, I'm going to bring it back with Pollard. If not, I'll bring it back with Lamb. Okay. Uh, but my favorite stack is the Dolphins. Uh, yeah. I, I think Tua just comes out, you know, again, survived last weekend. That's a positive step in the right direction. <laughs> I just don't see there's any way this Detroit defense stays with, uh, with Waddle and Tyreek this week. Like, I think this thing could just be an absolute track meet. And again, I like that Swift is back, right? Like this just opens things up to hopefully push a little bit more because Miami's defense is not special. So no, no. Uh, give me the better weapons and I'll bring it back with Sam Brown or Swift. Well, no, I'm sorry. Not Swift. I'm not playing Swift. So I'll bring it back with Sam Brown. There you go. Yeah. All right. We, we ready for our hot takes? Oh, Ooh. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Joe, well, again, yeah. my hot take last week was Chase going for 35 last week, and he put up 33, I think. Um, if he didn't hurt his Achilles or his hip or whatever the hell he's dealing with nowadays. He's out four to six weeks now. Yeah, which is so very job. sad because I was going to get right back on that. But Great. hey, he got me some money last week. But I'll good go. Um, my hot take this week is Adam Thielen gets us 25 DraftKings points this week. <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> my god okay Dean, I mean, that is certainly a hot take joey oh yeah he's getting the targets we just got to convert some of those to touchdowns and we'll be in business um my hot take i don't know how 
hot of a take it is, but in a game where everyone is going to be going to the the passing game of the Dolphins, um, the guy who you should really be loading up on is Raheem Mostert. He's going to go for 25-plus this week um, with an upside of potentially getting over 35. Uh, he is going to be your best points per dollar running back of the week. I like it. Um, I was going to go bold, but I'm going to go super bold here. I think Van the Man Jefferson gets in for two tugs. And his triumphant return. The Man Jefferson. Yep. Two touchdowns? Two. Those are some bold takes. We just need Van Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Raheem Mostert, guys. (laughs) That might be our hottest takes of the season so far. (laughs) Build around, you'll be fine. Yeah, you build around those three guys, there is no way you can fail unless (laughs) they all flop. (laughs) I love it. We had had some serious anger tonight from Jim with the uh, the Patriots guys coming back. Uh, Patricia, you had Michael Thomas. It looks like that's been brewing for a while inside of you. I I mean, I don't even know if I'm angry about that. I'm more of just like, it's just so outrageous. Like, just cut him. Like, you're paying him anyway. Like, what do you? Yeah. What is he? What's he adding to the team at this point? Nothing. I wonder what their dead cap hit is, dude. Like, uh... who cares? They're taking a cap hit either way. He's on the team. Yeah, he's uh, right now. Right now, he's literally just taking up oxygen inside the building, and then the trainer's time. That's it. Yeah, nobody else is going to be signing this guy. I'm or maybe he's going to pull – or maybe he's trying to pull a Kadarius Tony, where Kadarius Tony was just hurt apparently for the last few weeks and then today gets traded and is like, no, I'm fine. I don't know what you guys are talking about. And my, just like, my, Michael Thomas's dead cap this year is 38 and a half. Next year is 25, then 14, then 5 million? and 2. So, yeah, so if they cut all of that escalates to like today, they got to pay the bill. Like, dude, they're oh, stuck with this guy for God. like five, four more years at least. Oh, so it's like a, it's just like a petty thing. It's just they're <laughs> they're playing chicken right now, and it's like who's gonna plank first? They just want to retire. Can me, Michael? No, Thomas he's not showing up. Like, Why? No, would that, that's retire? what they're hoping for. That's what they're no, hoping there's, for. There's no way he's walking away from that <laughs> no kind of money. Chance. You're talking about like seventy-five million dollars on the hook, dude. Still. Joey, if you could, if you could just <laughs> take Wild. dips all day long, show up. Maybe work out your like upper body a little bit. Go put your toe in the ice bath for twenty five minutes, and then go home for thirty eight million. Yeah, they're I mean, they're on the hook for ninety million, <laughs> including this year for the next five years. So if they cut I mean, them, that all escalates to like that current year. Who I mean, he should. <laughs> hopefully, he's doing something nice for his agent because my God. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Um, donated his toe. <laughs> his career's over. Again, just call Jim. Get you a toe get, by two. I'll get you a toe. I mean, you think- you're telling me with the, the replacing hips and the replacing knees and replacing shoulders these days. And you can't They're replace creating a toe? human out of humans and you can't of like just make a new and you can't just make a metal toe or something. Um, there's got to be something toe? that can be Come done. On. Like he could probably go to Switzerland to get some like PRP, like platelet treatment, but he just doesn't. Depending on what toe, you just cut it off. He just doesn't want to play. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, act- very I, 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 I would actually. I would actually like to know which toe. <laughs> I, I would like if somebody if somebody out there knows what toe is ailing Michael Thomas. I would absolutely like to know. If, any, if anyone knows what toe Jim needs to replace. 
Tweet at him at JJ McIntosh on Twitter. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me. The, we need hashtag, to know what hashtag, hashtag toe talk. Real yeah. quick. I know we're Joe running. We're, we're right at an hour here. So we're right at like our cap what we try to go to. But can either of you comment on the poll, the poll that I posted the other day? If you think you could survive as the Colts starting quarterback this this week for a million dollars, the people the people who said yes just just need to take a long walk off a short cliff. I, I have mean, right now sixty eight percent of the people have voted yes that they could finish the game and throw for fifty yards. I, I'm Sunday. telling I'm telling you guys right now, like I need to play high school quarterback, and it's no uh, one. You take a fucking beating, dude. Like in the NFL, you're one absolutely. Just death hit. One hit. Every other play. And I guarantee 99.9% of Twitter does not finish that series, let alone game. So your body just goes into full convulsions. Yeah, don't don't worry about finishing the series. Like another like 80% of those people who get hit are just dead. Internal bleeding. Yep. I mean, it's like the it's like the YouTube videos we used to watch in college of like the like extreme crashes, right? (laughs) <laughs> like that's what it is. Like yeah. the Isle, the Isle of Man, you know, the MotoGP, like super bike racers are going on right now. One of those guys crashed. They're just dead. You know, every hit would look like that punter that was running in the Pro Bowl and Sean Taylor, like yes. bicycle flipped him over and like broke his back. That's minus what every hit would minus like. the part of the punter getting up. <laughs> like I don't I'd love to know who the fuck these people think that they they are. 68% man. I mean that's 68% of the most delusional fucking people on the entire planet. That's who that is. All I th- all I know though is that that should be like a pay-per-view event in the offseason. So like a, like a I mean they kind of used to do that a little pros versus joes. Remember that mm-hmm. with like Romanowski just like voicing out on people, <laughs> just like absolutely destroying people. I mean, what they really need to bring back is American Gladiators, but yeah, like with like ex like recently retired like football players. Yeah, right? like and To, like, who's yeah, like or, desperate or for like, attention, or like female boxers or like MMA fighters or like and like shit like that. Like bring back Laser Zap. <laughs> Like, let's bring them back. Like, well, how did that? I know they tried. What about those old? What about those old like Chinese game shows? Oh yeah, you you just want to do Squid Games? Were they called like NGX or what was that? That show? No, that was so that was the MXK. Yeah, Uh, um, that was the American version that they usually don't. And then just completely dubbed over their own shit. I usually don't uh, get home from the bars at three in the morning anymore to like turn that on. So I don't know if it's still airing, but you can usually find it middle of the morning, like, or like early morning. uh, But maybe like carrying off contestants, like in stretchers and just like screaming in Chinese, just like on the next contestant. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, arms twitching in the stretcher. (laughs) They're they're all on YouTube. I went Mm. down a a rabbit hole not long ago. All right. I feel like we've uh, put, a, put a ribbon on. All right, one. guys, we're starting the uh, MXG pod next week. That's probably <laughs> some DFS. All right. Well, Don't forget to us. hit hey, that like real, button. Real quick, if anybody's still here, we're 32 <laughs> subscribers away on, on YouTube yes. from running our giveaway. So uh, it's real simple. You go to our, go to our uh, Twitter there's a tweet there that you need to retweet. You need to be following at Red Zone DFS. And then you need to be subscribing 
Once we hit 250 uh, on our YouTube, we're going to run the random. We're going to give away 150 bucks. Love it. Go do it. That's it. Later. All right. Later.